This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Hello and welcome to Line Dance Podcast. Uh, what is your name? My name is Joyce Fritz Ritz. Hmm. And what would you say is your primary role in the line dance community? Oh, excellent question. Um, so I'm an artist. I'm actually a jewelry, jewelry designer. Um, I have a, a line of work called Soli Joyce. Mm. And I, I'll tell you a little more about how that name came to be when you mm. ask, you know, when we get there. Mm. But um, so I'm a dancer and um, I'm crazy mad dancer like most of the rest of people that you've probably interviewed. <laughs> um, but um, but uh, my, I, I show my jewelry at the line dance events, and um, the event directors have invited me into the, to the world that we have because they've seen my work on the dancers. And, um, and so I spend a lot of my year, actually it's mo- primarily where I sell my jewelry, which makes it a little more exclusive in nature. And it connects very strongly to dancers because one, I am, am a dancer, and um, because it's a lot about that dance and movement, and I, I tell customers of all kinds that, you know, um, energetically what I'm doing is is dancing the wire around the stones, and I'm honoring what I see in front of me, and so people can feel that, and um, and and people not in the dance world can feel the energy and the movement around that, and there's a lot more le- levels to what I do, but that's what I see is it's is it it's really important work what I'm doing right now and I feel like it's kind of my life's path and it revealed itself in such an interesting way in that you know before this body reveal of work revealed itself I was you know reintroduced to line dancing after being away from it for a bunch of years so I'm really I was telling Megan that I was really excited that that both things I have equal passion about you know about the work that I create you know that I design and then also as well as dancing so I mean you know who gets to be that lucky to have two passions two things they're so passionate about Hmm. seemingly completely unrelated I when I was much younger I watched pro wrestling by just chance because it used to come on on a, a channel and then I fell out of it from like 2005 to 2011 and there was this one interesting thing that happened uh, a lot of people could probably wrestling fans would know it as the CM Punk pipe bomb promo and that got me back into it and I haven't really left it since then mm-hmm. what was it that first introduced you to line dance and what brought you back into it after mm-hmm. your hiatus mm, that was a good question too so, um, hmm, you know, it was when it was called country line dancing, which was a bajillion years ago, right? And uh, my brother was a dancer, and he was really good. And he said, you would love this world. And that was, you know, so many years ago when I was young and super free-spirited. And, you know, it was like, what pattern? You know, counting? No, I don't want to do any of that. <laughs> you know, so I did. So I tried it for a little while, and I got really interested in it. But there was a lot of couple, you know, couple, you know the two stepping and all of that. You know, and it just really—I was very insecure as a kid. So as a kid, as a you know, as a teenager, and and so I just really—I did it for a while, and I liked it. And then um, I got m- m- the art path presented itself, and. Um, my so I went off to grad school at um, the University of Connecticut, and so for and my degree was in costume design and puppetry, mm. and um, and so when I got there, there was a place. Hmm, I think what it was called. 
just down the street from the university, and I was like, oh my gosh, they have line dancing there. I'm so excited, you know. I'm going to go, right? And then I got, I don't like, I'm nervous about going by myself. You'd think, you know, now I wouldn't even give it a, uh, you know, second thought because the community's so huge, and, you know, every line dancer you meet is your friend, you know. And, um, and every time you go, you know, you have more friends, but then it was called Two Steps, actually. Mm -hmm. and, um, and so by the time I got my nerve up to do it, it closed. And so I didn't really, you know, I didn't have an outlet for it. And I got so involved in the university and the program that I just kind of, you know, got away from it. And then when I would come home, my brother also had gotten away from it. So that community sort of fell apart, which is unfortunate because I see now it's, it's, it's a universal community that, you know, we have here and that really the people that you meet, no matter where you're traveling in the U.S. or abroad, you have a place to stay if you know a line dancer. You know, Annika, who was here, hmm. you know, at the Line Dance Marathon. She's like, come and stay, you know, it'll be great. She's where she, she's in... Um, Sweden? Sweden, yeah. yes. Mm, it's late. So mm. anyway, so yeah. So that's kind of how, and so how did I get back? Well, how I got back was we, when I was living in Connecticut, I, I ended up, you know, meeting my husband there. We stayed there for many years. And then, and, and I, you know, made my life um, designing and building puppets and masks and mascots and huge business doing that. So I've had like, you know chapters I would say and so you know when I came moved back to Maryland my home state um, I was looking for an outlet for exercise and um, and I went to my local Y and I well, as soon as I, I um, got there they give you, you know, the program of the classes and they were all free and I was like what all the classes are free and I was like I'm trying them all you know? <laughs> and so literally I said those words looking at the at the schedule in the lobby and a line dancer walked through the lobby and she said, well, are you going to come to our class? And I went, what class is that? She goes, well, it's line dance. I was like, line dance? And, you know, it was like you could hear like this bell, like ding, oh, my God. So I went to the class and and honestly, it was like some 80s track they were playing. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? It's not just country. Not that I don't. I love country music, but there was so much more. Because, you know, the world had developed and while I had been left it. And I came, I went home and I said to my husband, I said, honey, oh my God, this world has changed so much since when I was there. I was like, I love it. I'm, I'm mad about it. I'm going to every class. And that's sort of, you know, what probably happens for many line dancers is, you know, and then that, so that's what I did. I took, I started taking a lot of the classes and then um, I found out there was another um, night of dance in, in the town near me. And um, so then I started going to that, you know, learning what I could learn. And it, I, I live on the Eastern Shore. I live in Cambridge, Maryland. And um, there's not a whole lot of line dance there. Mm. There's a little line dance. There's, and you know, now, years later, I'm, I've been living there 12 years, now I teach it. I took over the class for the guy. And, um, and what I bring is all of the dances from the events, you know. And when I come to the events, I come for, for many reasons, you know, primarily, you know, I, I come to dance, but when I come and sell my work, you know, then I'm, you know, trying, I'm kind of torn between the two loves, how do you do that? But I also come to be a better dancer and a better instructor. Mm. I think it's really important to like learn, you know, from everybody because they're, they've got a lot of gifts, you know, all mm. the instructors. And, and uh, so I try to take classes with, from, from the people I've never met, like this weekend it was Guillaume and, Rebecca, two amazing people in our world, it's so exciting. The two more people changing it for the better, really. So, anyway. Are there any instructors that you would say you've based your 
mm. form of teaching on the most. I know for us, it's probably been some combination of Rachel and for you. Uh, I know Megan really enjoys Fred's lessons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, oh, and Joe. Yeah. Definitely Joe. Yeah. You had probably the, you know, certainly, you know, Fred is newer to me. But, um, you know, obviously to all of us, because, I mean, you know, he's coming into the world. But, yes, yes, Joe. And um, and actually, there's a really good story about Joe. Hmm. Um, she, uh, but Rachel. And um, and when I first started, I really, I think I bet John Robinson and, um, and Junior Willis. And, and there was something about their charm and their humor that I can actually do, because that sort of turns to be who, part of who I am. You know, I say even about my work, you know, my jewelry, when I'm trying to describe it to people, I say, you know, or, or I'm trying to, you know, get into a show, not another time of show, I, I say, you know, it's colorful, sculptural, and it's whimsical. And those are all, peop- that they're all pieces of me, you know, and that's, that's what I'm trying to communicate. And um, so, uh, Joe Thompson came to, the, to Joanne Brady's um, event, Time and State Line Dance, and, you know, it's a great thing, you know, is it a great thing, you know, really realize you're like, you kind of made it in the world. I mean, you know, Joe Thompson is one of our superstars, right? And, um, and I was like, oh my God, she's only two hours from my house. How did that even happen? You know, <laughs> I'm coming to this little event, you know, and, and so, and, um, and so, you know, I'm, and that, at that point I'm, I've set up um, a, a booth, you know, Joanne invited me there. And um, so I've set up my work and, um, and I'm, you know, getting it set up and she comes, she had gotten there early and she came by and she was like, she said to me, oh my gosh, you're Deb, Deb Pankos, who I'm sure you maybe, you know, maybe you've interviewed or I don't know, but you're Deb, Deb Pankos jeweler. And I was like, what? Joe Thompson just called me somebody, you know, she, she knows who I am. I mean, of course, everybody knows who she is, but she knew who I was. And I was like, kind of feel like I might have arrived, you know, <laughs> you know, so yeah. And so what was amazing about that weekend was that event ends early, you know, like maybe 10, 30, 11 at night. And, you know, everybody's kind of buzzing from the energy. And there was, uh, what I find that's, a, that's magic for me is the connection that you get with people. And, you know, for some people, it's, it's instantly really deep. For That happened for Joe and I, and I, I feel so, it's, I still think about it. This was many years ago now, is she and I connected so deeply that we were up, we talked well into the evening, I don't know, three o'clock in the morning. We didn't even know, you know. And it was about everything. It was about the world and about the line dance world and about, you know, the universe and how it works and about how energy moves and about how to be a good person. I mean, just everything you could possibly talk about. And I think, oh amazing world that we have that we're working in and so yeah she's definitely them in terms of instruction and so uh, you, she was just there again in Delaware and you know it was really nice and so she has added pieces to her collection which is great you know and um and actually a lot of the instructors do have my work you know and um and and I and I'm thankful for that because like I said I think kind of effortlessly talks to dancers and um and yeah and actually mm, I think it was in Virginia Deb Pankost, again, another really important person in my life and my journey of this work, um, she, she said, you know, you, she said, you guys, the, the pieces that, um, the, um, there are many of my customers that have multiple pieces because they come to, you know, events and they see I'm, I'm constantly pushing myself to create new pieces, new designs, new, new um, collections. And um, she said, people 
people, um, you know, that have multiple pieces, we, we need a name because we've kind of like bonded like a group. And so, so Deb said, I, I know exactly what your name, our name should be, you know, as your kind of fan club. She goes, so my, so the name, you know, of my um, work is Soli Joyce, S-O-U-L-Y-J-O-Y-C-E, my name. And um, she said, we need to be the Soli sisters. Oh, I so like that. So I do. I have quite a few. And what's wonderful is they can't wait to see me in an event. And they actually help set my work. And because when they help to set my work, means they get to see it first. Mm-hmm. And they want to. You know, and, and it's really great because even if, like, one person sees a piece they love and they, you know, they go, oh, if you get that, I'm, I might have to have a version of that, you know. And, and that's neat because then they also have this bonding, you know, um, experience, too. So, yeah. Hmm. So a little bit on the other side of what you do, being a vendor and an artist mm. of jewelry, mm. where did the name Soli Joyce come from to start with? Um, so that um, that name, so, so the short history of, you know, my life is that I've always been an artist. My whole life, and I've I've worked in the medium for you know kind of many years. So like I was in theater for a while. So this body of work comes in really in a really organic way, in that you know even though I have skills from other you know classes and things that I I, I took a jewelry class that was in metalsmithing you know like soldering. Never want to do it again. <laughs> it's terrible. It's it's like uh, you know fire scares me. <laughs> and um, but um, and so but that class. And just being connected to, to like the experience of making jewelry, it it opened a space. It was like a portal opened to me, and and this body of work just revealed itself, and it erupted out of my soul. And it just and and when that happened, I that from that moment I never have stopped. And and so so much so that on the second day of the class I had to pull over I had so many ideas pouring into my head just to be safe to write them down you know and, and when I got there I was like okay I want to do this and this and this and this you know and so they're like okay calm down you, you, you'll get there you know and then literally I started to do that and so then I so then the next thing that happened was I started experimenting with materials and methods and, and so I was since I told you about that I'm like colorful things you know I started looking at stone different stones and you know just what was talking to me and um and so you know again just sort of intuitively working with the wire and you know and sculpting it around the stones and um and so the first few pieces I made I was so excited about you know when you're excited about something you want to show people right well who am I going to show I'm going to show my dancers right I'm like look so I brought it to the dance that I was going to at the time and I and to the table and I said hey you know I took this class and then this inspired me to do this and look what I made well what do you think happened they were like oh my god can I buy this and I was like buy it oh no 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 I was just wanted to show it to you I was for me and like no no we want to buy it and I was like no it's not for sale so then I was working in a gallery and the friend of mine that worked there with me said to me are you an idiot you've created some something a customer wants and you said no (laughs) go back there and sell it to them and I was like um okay and so she gave me you know coached me a little bit about you know how that process and and um so the next week I did and so after that, I said, you know, oh, okay, I think maybe I'm supposed to go in this direction. So if I am, it, it clearly has to have a name. And so um, 
so I started to think about that and and so well, the work that I was doing um, with the puppetry you know that was collaborative work and, and the name of our company then was integrity design works and that came to me you know I try to listen when the universe talks to me you know and and that's and so it came really clearly that this is what it should be because what do you want your work to have in, is integrity right so we are not slapping together puppetry that and so same thing I thought but I always was known for the company name and so I thought I haven't worked I haven't ever produced a line of work that had my name in it and this work was so soulful and it so erupted out of me in, in a way and so clear in that moment like I said that I was like but solely me that's what has to be right well solely me that's a dumb name right so it's solely choice right so so that's it and the the irony is for me in the name is that you know so here I am I'm creating the work you know and um and I told this to Megan earlier and I said it took me a little while to understand that it's an absolute partnership with the dance and and that they they live equally in me and they are 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 so important to you know to kind of cross-pollinate each other and I'll tell you more about that in a minute and so isn't it funny that I named it Soli Joyce but I spelled it S-L-U-L-Y but you know S-O was it S-O-L-E right Soli or shoe and I was like oh my goodness that was pretty spot on wasn't it you know I was like yeah that's it me Soli my shoe dance until you know all hours of the night that's me and so that makes me really happy to know that it really fits so maybe there might be something more that I now that I understand that but yeah the hat that I'm currently wearing oh, yes. oh, my comes from uh, Byron Roberson, a friend of ours, uh, who has a Facebook page called Country Soul. Yeah. And he is a line dancer, and mm. country is in his soul. So he went with the name Country Soul, S-O-L-E. Perfect, isn't it? It's perfect. So, yeah, that's, that's how that, that came to be. And, um, and so what I want to say about the, how, they, how they feed each other, you know, the, um, you know when I'm creating, because I... I'm a late, I've always been um, a late night, you know, person, like a night owl. <clears throat> and when I was in theater, when I could run my own schedule, I would joke that I would get up at the crack of noon, you know, <laughs> and work until all hours, you know, three o'clock in the morning. And so there's magic that happens after midnight, right? Absolutely on the floor, right? And some crazy stuff too, as we know. <laughs> but But for me, you know, like I work, you know, a regular day and like other, I have other work that I do, but with this body of work, um, you know, the time that I want to start to work is around nine at night. It's when the world starts to kind of shut down and get quiet. And then when I really get in my groove is about midnight. And then, you know, and, and, and I have to kind of force myself to go to bed at, you know, three. And, you know, and, and not always then, but that is, is, you know, an amazing thing. But, you know, knowing that, the other work that I do you know, it's, it's, um, my family owns mini storage. I do bookkeeping, you know, but it's, you know, it's figures, it's people management, it's all those things. So that stuff can press on you in a day, you know? So when you, when I get to the table, my work table, I might not, you know, I'm, there's just so much in my head. It doesn't, it's not an effortlessly going to come out of me. It's, but I will sometimes just sit and try. And so, you know, you want, I want my work to look effortless. And, and it does, you know, and that's partly why it really has that feel to it. And, you know, and people, anybody that's ever tried what's technically wire wrapping, even though I think of it as sculpting, 
they say, I don't know how you do it. And I said, well, it's, it's an extension of my hands and me. And so, so sometimes I'll, I'll start to work on a piece and the, it'll feel really hard and difficult and I'll get frustrated and I'll have to put the piece down. And, and then I was like, oh. And so I, you know, I bought uh, that little sign from John Robinson and his little, his, you know, all the things that he sells that says. Super well, yes, J Mart. Super J Mart. I couldn't think of the name of it. Thank you. That says Just Dance. And I put it on my table. And it's there to remind me, this is how you go forward. And so that's what I do. And so then I get up from the table, I leave the pieces, and I say, okay, you know, 10 minutes, that's all. You know, just to get myself to get up. I get up, you know, work on, loosen up to work on something, you know, sometimes longer than 10 minutes. Sometimes an hour goes by, you know how it goes when you get working on something, right? You know, and then I go back and I sit down. Oh. There's the magic. Effortlessly comes for me, movement, because I've just spent all that time. So all this, you know, movement and energy and all this pattern that I've just been doing is now influenced the work at the table, which is really cool. It's a really cool thing, you know, and I think, gosh, everybody that, that creates, you know, they get, artists get blocked. I don't get blocked. I don't, if I know to dance, because I dance. So, yeah. Sounds like your own form of choreography almost, actually. It is. Yeah, it is. And it's, you know, it is, and the thing is, I've always been interested in in patterns. And so it's perfect that I'm a pattern dancer, essentially, right? You know, it's perfect that I am because I've always been interested in the rhythm of things. And, And while my work has an organic feel to it, so there are some pieces that have definitely have a, pa- a through line of a pattern and so it is that it's just like choreography you're right and it is what's wonderful is I love this about what I get to do because it's exactly what the choreographers do I talk I'm, I'm friends with many of them you know and because we talk about you know birthing something new into the world you know it make you get a little bit anxious about it sometimes you think oh well, people are gonna like it you know because and, and even though you know usually it's really positive response you know we we never really know because it's new you're creating something new it's never existed before you know music and, and there's this amazing collaboration that happens and I talked to I went on the Ireland trip so I got a chance to you know spend time talking to you know Fred and Shane and Gary and and Maggie and and um I said, you know, what's really magic is, you know, what I was talking about the collaborative energy is that, you know, the piece of music is created by an artist or a group of artists, right? So now that exists. And I said, so then, you know, the choreographer takes that piece of music and is influenced by that. Now they're having this collaborative energy with somebody that they don't even know, right? And so now this, this is, now that is going to get bigger and better and amazing because they've created a dance from this piece of music that's speaking to their bodies, you know, and then, and then, you know, they share that with the world, right, and then all of us, you know, we get to experience it and kind of play with it and do all of that, you know, and, um, and, and so for me, it's, it's, um, so I said to, I said to Shane, I asked him, I said, Shane McKeever, um, do you think that the popularity of the piece of music is, you know, is, bigger because of you've chosen it to use it you know for your dance and that dance is so popular and everybody's down you know is paying for it on one of the you know like iTunes or wherever you know buying it you know and downloading and does that raise the popularity of the music you know so you're actually helping 
the musicians, you know, the artists, right? And I was like, well, of course. And so there's this incredible, you know, collaboration. Well, I was going to say that um, I do the same thing. I create a new body of work whenever I go to a, dan- a dance event. I can't wait. Like this event had, I just recently have kind of discovered that I always make new pieces, but sometimes this this line dance marathon had the theme was it a night in Egypt, right? And so, oh man, what an amazing thing to be inspired by. Egypt, the Egyptian jewelry was just incredible. It pushed me into a new place artistically. I, I found new designs. I'm so excited about it. I can't wait to get back to the table to work that I no, haven't found yet. And it had such positive response. The women were like crazy about it here. And, um, and, and, and so that's what we're, you know, we're supposed to be doing as artists is pushing ourselves and growing. And that's what the choreographers are doing. That's why our world is growing, you know. And now they're doing what I love. They're, I see so much more collaborative energy going on. And it's like, that is amazing. And actually, I, I don't know how much I can say about it, but I actually have just started a collaboration that, um, you know, we're about to launch, and that's with Gary O'Reilly. So I'm really excited about it. I should have asked him whether we should talk about it. So I might, we might have to revisit this sometime because I feel like, you know, it's 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 for him to share. But um, but well, maybe we can leave the uh, yeah. You have a a new collaboration coming up, and we just will yes remove the name yes. Now there are a a few notes that came to mind while you were speaking. um, Before I get into the last few questions, no, sure. Um, One. You mentioned the magic that happens late at night, and I believe that there is something online. If I were to Google it right now, I think it would come up as the Museum of 4 a.m. I think it might have been a, um, a TED Talk or, or a, I think we're a podcast time episode. Of night, aren't we? <laughs> we're very, getting very close. It is currently 3.38 a.m. Oh, yeah. on the East Coast. Also, uh, as I do my Googling on my phone here, I also think that you are correct in in suggesting that sometimes a, a a musical artist may be benefited by exposure from the line dance community. As mm-hmm. if I recall correctly, Madison's video of her doing a um, a demo of "Put It On Me," which mm-hmm. I think she choreographed with Cody Flowers a while back. That video oh, actually sorry. had more views the last time I checked than the artist's YouTube video, which was just, uh, I mean, there, there wasn't anything. Well, actually, no, there are two different versions. Uh, one without um, anything going on from the artist and one where it's just, uh, one, one where it's like a picture of the album cover and then one where she's actually in it. And there are only a few thousand views on each of those. I'm pretty sure the last time I checked, both of those combined from the musical artist had fewer views than Maddie dancing to that song doing her line dance with Cody. Really? Yeah. 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 So, so I think Maddie's probably helped in, in some way there. Yes. Um, and something else that you mentioned reminded me of uh, like the freedom that can exist within limitations where mm-hmm. if you're making earrings, you're not going to make them out of concrete and you're not going to make mm-hmm. them out of cotton candy. Like there yeah. are, there are certain yeah. rules, a pattern, mm-hmm. you know, there, there are things that you can use like wire. Wire is mm-hmm. probably going to recur. Mm-hmm. Gems of some kind might recur. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not just anything goes. There, there's a, a set of limits in which you can play, just mm. like with dancing and with choreography. You yeah. have to stay on the dance floor, mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. not going to do any backflips mm-hmm. or anything, right. but within that, there's so much that you can do. Right. 
And uh, having just done some Googling here, it looks like there is a TED Talk called The Museum of Four in the Morning. Mm. And in that, I, uh, as I recall, they talk about all of the things that happen only when the world goes to sleep yeah. and you, your creativity can flourish. Well, that's it. I, that's exactly it, is that when the world gets quiet, because we're f- it's full of distraction. Mm. And, um, and I think that's it. I think that that's when the magic happens because you are, you're actually able to listen because there's not nearly as much noise there. And, um, and, and that's really important. Yeah. And actually, what you, the, in the other piece we were just talking about, about you know, parameters is, and it's only just recently, you know, I, again, sometimes I feel like I'm slow on figuring out how the pieces all fit together, but they reveal themselves as they're supposed to. Is, you know, I spent so many years as a costume designer, you know, and you're working with the director, you know, and you're, you're developing a design concept, you know, and you're going in that direction, it was for a period or whatever. And, um, and so it was really probably because it was Egyptian that it, was, it hit me and it was like, well, this is exactly, you know, what I would be doing there, you know, and, and I excel at that, I, you know, because there's just, there's so many choices that you can, I mean, infinite what you can do, like you said. And, and, you know, and so what I didn't say about my work is, is that I, you know, I use, I use, you know, what, why I use silver wire, I use colored wire, I use blends of those wires, and I use all different types of stones. You know, I use jaspers, and I use agates, and moss agates, and, and I use glass, and I use pearl, and I use whatever is talking to me, and I have, I have a ridiculous amount of pieces to work from, but I'm always looking for new pieces because I, that's, you know, going to be, I'm going to find something that's going to work with some of the things that I have, and that's when it's going to create something new and magic to me. So, um, so anyway, that, 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 and you, you can see that on my website, and I have, I have a website, and I have a Facebook page, and all those things, and I'm sure you're going to ask me what the names of those things are, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, let me tell you now, or... Sure, or, and, um, and along with that, if there's mm-hmm. any best form of communication people can use to reach out with you and get in mm. contact with you. I'd be curious what that is, whether Facebook or email or anything along those I, lines. I have all of those things. Mm. Um, so, so the website is, but you need the W's, I don't know. Just Oh, whatever so. you think would be the easiest for people to oh. jot down if they're listening right now with oh. their pen and pad. Oh, you're so good. Uh, www.soli, S-O-U-L-Y, Joyce, J-O-Y-C-E dot com. That's the website. Facebook page, I think you can just search it that way. Same thing, S-O-U-L-Y, maybe, yeah, Joyce. And um, so I have those two things. I have Instagram as well. Um, my email is info at solelyjoyce.com. Mm, that's probably all the ways, right? So, and I, and, and I have on my website, because I do a lot, and because the work is one of a kind, and is there's a shop, so you, there are pieces available in the shop. Uh, I tell my customers all the time, you know, if you're you, sh- you really should become, you know, you should like my Sully Joyce Facebook page. It's going to tell you where I am showing. You know, I'm going to put up the a body of I'm going to put up the collection before um, I bring it to the show, so my fans can see it. But I've just discovered that I really like to hold back a few of those pieces because I want you to, you know, I want you to be surprised. I mean, there's a few surprises in the world. I want you to be really surprised when you see, okay, what else I have, you know? So, yeah. If there were a big hmm. message, some kind of virtual 
billboard that all line dancers in the world could look up and see and think about over the course of their day, what message would you want to put on there that we could all maybe apply to our own lives? Everyone in the line dance community. Mm. Yes. Mm. I could think of lots of answers to that. Mm. Um, and I actually have one more thing I want to tell you about this. Please do. This, but, but the answer to that question is that something I just told a dancer this weekend, a woman that I, you know, I see here and there, um, that don't be afraid to push yourself, mm. you know, in, in, you know, because we're all learning, we're all, you know, and, and we, I think we all have, you know, a need to learn more and so people learn at different rates, but if, if it's, if it's a class that might be out of your comfort zone, you should take it. And if, if it's a class that um, you think, I'm not, this is exactly what she said to me is, well, I'm, I don't, I'm not, I said, why aren't you taking this class? Because this, in this event, my table, you know, Scott Blevins gives me this beautiful spot across from the main ballroom floor. And so, you know, I'm there while all the classes are being, you know, um, given. And, um, and I said to her, why aren't you taking this class? She goes, oh, well, uh, they'll never do it back where I dance. And I said, so you're not going to take it and I said well I said I, I said well that's that's an your missed opportunity and I said and I said take the class just so that you you can learn learn some things that are new that you can use in all of your dance and I said and, and I said because hands are were new for me at one point and all I could do was laugh because I was so bad at hot, at arm movements and hands and and I thought I'm never going to get any better you know, and then one, I, I think it was probably Shane that, that got me over that. And I thought, you know, stomp your feet. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, my God, are you kidding me? You know, and so I was like, this is ridiculous. There's no way I can do this. And now I love that dance. I mean, that's been a while now. And, and, and the one that I love from this weekend is that reverse mm -hmm. with the whole crazy snake thing, you know. But it's just that. And so I, so I said to her, I said, come on, let's go. And so I got on the floor and I learned it with her. I said, I'll go out there since you're uncomfortable. I'll go out there with you. And I said, you're, you're going to get better as a dancer as you learn all these new things that your body's not done. And, and this instructor is going to teach it to you. And now go to something else. And she said, she actually, at the end, of, at, later, she thanked me. She said, thank you. She said, okay, while I was on the floor, I really actually wanted to kill you because I didn't want to be there and because all, <laughs> all she could do was laugh. And I was like, so that's a good thing, right? You know, and, um, but uh, later she said, you know, you're right. You do. You, you, you know, I, we all want to get better in our personal dance, and that's, that's the way to do it is to push yourself into, into, the, into the, you know, the places that aren't, aren't the safe zone because you won't get any better otherwise. There's, it reminds me of a picture I've seen online uh, if, if like a circle and it says your comfort zone and the little dot outside mm. the circle and with an arrow pointing to it and it says where the magic happens. Yeah. I like that. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. And, and then the other thing that I wanted to say was, this is what I tell non-dancers. I said, you know, I said, um, when I'm trying to describe, you know, what it is, I mean, you know, you know how hard it is. We, I'm sure you guys all do this too. Try to describe it to somebody else. I said, it's so joy generating. Dance is joy generating, and dancing with a community of people that love it as much as I do is, you know, it. It's there's laughter. There's there's 
there's this universal language. You, you know, people might even not speak the same language that you're dancing next to, and you know, and, and the next thing you know, you're laughing with these people. You know, and it's, and there's it fills your whole being with joy. You know, and and I said, and how could that? There's there's no way that in my mind negative can exist in that same kind of being. And I said, if more people could either you know find dance or a passion that brings that creates you know generates joy in their being there would be less hate and crime and violence in the world and that's kind of like you know the kind of prayer I want to put out there for the world is that is that you know encourage people to do that to find their way to something that's that does that gives them the joy that that line dance gives me what a beautiful sentiment mm. One final question. Hmm. Is there a dance you would recommend that everyone learn hmm. right now? Hmm. Don't you? It's, you have a spiel. It can be old or new, right? Uh, old or new by others or you. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, since I haven't written anything, although people have asked me, when am I going to? And I think the answer is a long time from now hmm. because I'd really much rather create jewelry for the dancers. Um, I have to say, one, and I think it speaks to me, and, and, and this may not be in the reachable certainly for a beginner um, dancer but my answer would be come alive mm. and 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 because it it speaks it speaks so deeply to me for so many reasons it's so much fun obviously right it's such a fun dance it's a showpiece really written by two of my favorites am I right you know Shane right? and Rachel yeah right people that I think are have changed our world mm. you know so it represents a lot of things you know and the you know the movie that it came from Greatest Showman. I do you get have it. Mm-hmm. Greatest Showman. When I saw that movie and the, heard that music, it like it's that whole it just spoke to me, that piece of music. And and then, you know, and that movie felt like I was watching a Broadway show. So it has so when I'm dancing it, it reminds me of, you know, my pa- my past and in and, and my love of theater. And I, I feel like my worlds are colliding and I think and, and it has all the components of an amazing dance. You know, it has, it has hands that are challenging. You know, it ha- but it's it has, you know, it's phrased so it's fun. You know, and it and it has a shape that that we've not seen. You know, and um, and so it's really special. I think it'll be around for a long time. Hmm. Mm. All right. Thank you very much for sitting down and chatting with us Thank here you. on Line Dance Podcast. I appreciate it. Thank this you. is this has been Megan Barcelia with Christopher Gonzalez, and until next time, we will. See you you on on the the dance dance floor. floor.